Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. I am your host, Stephen W. Burns. Today I am joined by David Scammell. Uh, I'm playing Pokemon. Yeah, we'll leave him at that for a moment. And Jim Trinker. Disgraceful. Hello, Burns. How's it going? Not too bad. We'll leave Dave to the uh, the yeah. Pokemans. Yeah, for he's a... lost it. He's done. There's not, he not here. There's not much here. It's his career over. He, 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 somebody did that in the White House recently. They did. And uh, <laughs> it's the most awkward piece of video ever filmed. Yeah, playing Pokemon Go. When the, when the guy's on the on the stage it's like playing, playing Pokemon Go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing a briefing about terrorism like, <laughs> what is your fucking problem oh, there's a ratata. there's always ratatas so. there always are there always are you so, know what I, I was really really anti all those people slagging off Pokemon Go yeah because you know very live and let live out and play, people are enjoying it fucking leave people alone yeah but it has it is now getting to a really kind of ridiculous stage where just People are doing it while they're recording podcasts. No. While they're being briefed by the fucking Secretary of State. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? Look, I'm listening to every word you're saying, and I have plenty of my own to say. <laughs> well, well, what have we been playing then? What's uh, What's Pokemon been happening? Mm. But well, Dave, we'll get to Pokemon Go. Jim... <laughs> Because you've been playing, uh, you've been playing something, which uh, we started talking about yesterday, yeah. and I remember just how good it was. Yeah. And then I remembered about all of his bad bits. It is, of course, Deus Ex Yellow Triangles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I played, um, obviously played it back in the day when it came out, yeah. um, and the sequel is coming out next month. Yeah. So um, I, I, I recently fished out my Xbox 360 <laughs> to play best, Red best Dead. Best console. To play Red Dead. Best console ever made, I reckon. Yeah. Just fucking, just wonderful machine and don't then, say snares in the comments oh, you never off. had a no one had a fucking you snares, snares. Dreamcast, you didn't have a snares I had a snares I had and four games did, for it and if you did the Mega Drive was better so go fuck yourself yeah I right? agree with that 100% but see you listen listen um, the uh, no the, uh, 360 is certainly up there um, but yeah I loved that machine and uh, but having said that it did occur to me that I've actually barely used the 360 I'm currently using because I got that to replace like the fourth broken one of course of course and and then that was around the time that the uh, the, the PS4 was, was coming into promise, so I just never used it again. Mm. So anyway, um, it's basically a brand new 360. Um, but yeah, I got it to play Red Dead, and then like the, I realized I'd never played the director's cut version of DSX HR. I was like, is this going to have aged well? Because I remember it looked a bit ropey at the yeah. time. And, um, you know, people... The, the, the draw of it was the world, was the, you know, the the just the really cool kind of um, augment stuff that you could do and um, but yeah it, it, I'm about four hours into it and uh, it's like and there's enough time has passed that I've forgotten all the details it's the perfect time to redo something yeah it's like you know you know I'm sure you're all aware of like when you do your annual rewatch of Babylon 5 right yeah you both yeah, do that right that one uh, <laughs> so um, but yeah once you've forgotten the details even if you remember the broad strokes it still still feels like you know, you're playing it again for the first time in yeah. some ways. So rediscovering it. Um, but it's fucking great. Um, Isn't it well uh, ropey on 360? Going back no. to it now, though. No. no. You're playing the director's cut version, though, aren't you, Jim? I'm playing the director's cut Did version. Did that look or perform any better than the original one? I don't know. I'm, I'm well, perform better than the boss fights were just... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could have got it on, on Steam, right? I don't it, know, but, it runs but, quite well on PC. I've got but, it on PC, see, but it has that is, weird look to it. But like not yeah. quite new new gen. I yeah. struggled to play on 360. I only got about an hour and a half in. But you see, so what did you play on? I didn't just didn't play it. Oh, for fuck's sake! But you played Ride to Hell. 
Yeah, for about the same amount of time. <laughs> but like false equivalence to the man. <laughs> I know I know a guy who worked on Ride to Hell and it's not mentioned on his C V. Well, <laughs> so there quite. we go. Alan Smithy. Uh, exactly. Um but no, I I, I mean because I enjoyed it the first time around on 360, and and oh, it still I mean, holds up. You yeah, yeah, I mean it's you, obviously it looks like a last gen game, yeah. but it still kind of it still looks like a good last gen game. Is and I think it's one of those things where the design of it kind of trumps any uh, kind of trumps the, the the technology. So you know, yeah, um, it's got such a distinct style to everything yellow triangles everywhere mm. um and uh, that kind of really distinct kind of lighting that it had it doesn't matter that you know most of the you know all the character models are the same fucking half a dozen people or yeah you know it, it doesn't matter that you know you walk up to a wall and you can see like you know, there's pixels blown up <laughs> it doesn't matter um because it's just it really nailed the atmosphere it really nailed that world um is it not a case with that game where it's so big that playing it this close to the new one could potentially spoil the new one for I don't you. think so. I is it not like so. playing an old Assassin's Creed a month before a new Assassin's Creed? I've done that. Out? I've done that. I, you I, know what I mean though? Like you can burn yourself yeah. out on the one before I, I, I play finished, it close um, enough to... I, there was a big gap with Assassin's Creed for me because uh, I had Assassin's Creed 2 on PS3. My PS3 wiped all the fucking saves after having a major hard drive thing. <laughs> So and yes. eventually, oh, that's harsh. That's eventually, bad. Yeah. In the run up to three coming out, I got the Ezio trilogy, uh, which was all out by this point. I uh, got the Ezio trilogy on 360 and just fucking blasted a lot of them in like a month. I fucking loved it. That's an illness, mate. I fucking... Ezio was one of the greatest characters of all... I fucking loved that character. I loved that. The the, the Ezio trilogy is like the best Assassin's Creed has ever been. It's fucking wonderful. Yeah, it is, but But Ezio is still like... Shut your fucking face. He's just a fucking shag. He's like Callum Best, isn't he? He's a mad shag, yeah. Mad Borgia Callum Best. I'm not understanding the issue here, but anyway. (laughs) So, and then... um, And and then I went immediately on from... uh, Is it Revolutions or Revelations? I can't remember. Revelations. I always get those two words mixed up because of the Matrix, probably. Um, and uh, and went straight from that into Assassin's Creed Three, which is which is which is the point for me where Assassin's Creed either became toilet or went back to being toilet, stayed toilet permanently, <laughs> depending on uh, your outlook. Depending on, on your outlook, Assassin's yeah. Creed Three has a has a nice uh, a nice hook, a good selling. You know, oh, it's the American um, Revolution or whatever, but it's got no buildings. And this is the, the, I, yeah. I, you must have been thinking when you're designing it, right? This game's about climbing stuff. Okay, it's about views. It's about it's the colonies. I know you've got nobody had built anything. A fucking two story red brick house. <laughs> like yeah, what? Yeah, so yeah. it's set in Manchester, a church. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like a explore, explore, fucking, you know, explore revolutionary Manhattan. There was nothing in fucking revolutionary exactly. Manhattan. Yeah. They hadn't built, they hadn't built Arby's yet. Like, <laughs> they hadn't built Times Square. Like, they, 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 this is not, you might as well tell me, like, fucking sit, sit on an empty patch of land in <laughs> Scotland. Like, it, no, but there were trees. You could go into trees now. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had to, we had to, well, they had to give you something to climb because there were no fucking buildings. Exactly. Um, it, it, there were bits of, 
of Assassin's Creed through. I don't know how we got onto this. Sorry, but anyway, um, but yeah, uh, no, I've actually been rediscovering a lot of kind of the 360s kind of golden era stuff, and um, uh, so Red Dead, Deus Ex. I mean, two of like, I mean, Deus Ex. You described it yesterday as like one of the best eight out of tens you've ever played. Oh yeah, I think that's a great fucking description. Yeah. Um, Although I do wonder if I, if I was reviewing it now whether it might slip into kind of just a very very high seven, like seventy nine. Really? You know, just to really annoy Ooh. people, seventy nine. Uh, what I really liked about Deus Ex was, as you say, the style. I really liked the world. Yeah. It has one of my all-time favorite video game moments, and that is when you go to is it Shanghai, and you um, uh, you have to get into a club and and see one of the local crime bosses. And uh, yeah, there's various ways in. You can buy a like an invite. You can sneak in through mm. a grill. And then I just remember walking up to the. Um, the bouncer and he was like you're not coming in mate so I just pressed B and punched him straight out <laughs> I just took his card stepped over him and walked in I was like yeah, yeah. You know, but then I also I'm felt that the game was a bit constricted in other places where the police station mission really got me mm-hmm. so I, I found that I, you could paint yourself into a corner really easily because the game was more built for action rather than stealth builds so this is the problem where in the original release of the game if you were going full stealth by the time you got to the first boss you were just completely screwed and like you, yeah you've got to, you've got to buy the typhoon now because that's mm. the only way you can do it and I found myself really struggling against this boss because all I had was a silence pistol and that was for you know last gasp kind of yeah. headshotting before they uh, raised the alarm mm. so but having said that I did really enjoy it uh, at the time and I wasn't reviewing it this is I think I, I think I got it for my birthday and I just enjoyed playing it after work. Yeah. It wasn't one of those games that I felt pressurized to review yeah. or constantly be critiquing whilst playing it. Yeah, it makes a difference. There was no time pressure. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I'm enjoying, mm-hmm. you know, every other day, putting it on for a couple of hours. And it yeah. does make a difference to how you... No, totally. It really does. You look at things. I mean, I, I've kind of found that, like, kind of rediscovering kind of seventh gen um, games because, uh, because they're so old, you don't have to think about how you're going to cover them. So you can just enjoy them. And it's nice, you know... Um, um, but yeah, yeah um, I've, I've kind of been. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm reticent to start playing Mass Effect again because I the original's think, dated pretty bad. I think I, I think the original's the best one, but I, but I think you're right, and I think that the um, I think the version of Mass Effect that exists in my head is probably quite is probably quite a lot better than the version of it yeah. that actually exists. It's like classic Doctor Who. Like, you know, the, the, there's a version of that show that people think was was brilliant and wonderful and it's actually like shite. So, yeah, uh, Night Rider. Yeah, Night Rider. A- the A-Team. Talking, yeah. of, talking of things that have aged well, uh-huh. I watched Robot Wars last night. Really? Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. It still, is it still... So it's how, basically identical to how it used to be. Does it but still have Jonathan Pierce? Is it doing the commentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, Does it that have mean Philippa? we're going to have a Clinton in the White House? Because uh, <laughs> it's the 90s I all mean, that's again. all we can hope for. Yeah. But uh, otherwise it really is. <laughs> no, it's great. It, you know, didn't have any fault with it. I wasn't a huge Robot Wars fan when it came out, no. but I, I loved I it. I loved it the other really, day. Really? No. Was, was anyone a huge it was, Everyone watched it, but I don't think no, I ever I met think a it's fan. Quite, it's a bit too dorky, even for me. Everyone knows who, like, Sergeant Bash and Hypnodisc were, but, like, I don't <laughs> think anyone... A lot. I don't think anyone... Matilda. Only about 12 people bought the figures, is all I'm saying, but... Yeah, <laughs> it didn't, didn't have their merchandise push. I, I tell you what, I would have I would have bought a Hypnodisc toy if... Uh, I if, bet if... Uh, you're not seeing this one, then, Jim? No, it's Hypnodisc, in it? Uh, not in this one. 
Oh, that's rubbish. I bet if you love it's it. Not a He's not, not yeah, going to yeah. turn up at the end of episode two like <laughs> you killed my father. I bet if you watch it, you will absolutely love it. All right, it, I might give it a go. I but I mean, I've got the lack of hypnotisk is is very. Mm. I mean, I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? It's like the SNES version of Final Fight where they lost one of the characters. Hi- the hypnotisk was fucking brilliant. Hypnotisk was just like, yeah, I'm going to spin and <laughs> you're fucked. It didn't do anything. They just rolled it into the middle of the fucking room. It's just, for me, Robot was. I always felt uncomfortable watching it because it wasn't... The action just seemed so laboured, obviously. Um, and then I, whenever you used to cut to the, the people who were, who'd made and were controlling these things, it just felt just excruciating in a lot of ways. Oh, no, it was you'd, great. You'd always have the dad and lad combo. Yeah. And the lad, depending on, <laughs> depending on how the power struggle was at the time, one of them would just look terrified. Yeah. yeah constantly and uh, when it was the dad that looked terrified like his son was beating him in a shed like make, make hypnodisc we've got to make our own hit. <laughs> like, this is this is harrowing to watch mm. and then just imagine them in the pub the next day or that kid at school yeah we watched you get smashed on uh, Robot Wars mate straight into the bog all over so I yeah. enjoyed it a lot some good robots in there oh, this I might, time I might, I might go for it because yeah. obviously the technology's come on so far yeah. you're going to be able to have flying ones in this one I don't know if that would be against the rules well, they've got, I, I they've got drones be, I always thought it'd be, why doesn't I always wondered why like why doesn't fucking Honda enter Robot Wars <laughs> with like with the Terminator <laughs> just fucking smash everything <laughs> it might it might be deemed quite unfair David hello right Speaking of things that were big in the past and are back again, yeah. mm. it's uh, Pokemon's Go. Oh, now, I feel like we're always I talking. We were going to talk about Sonic. No, apply, no, no we're, talk, we're getting on to that. All right. But we're just going to have a quick lip service yeah, to uh, your high level Pokemon. Oh, I'm ranking now. up now, Burns. Yeah. Did Level-A- you say Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon. I just keep on changing the pronunciation. Like, like an RP fucking BBC <laughs> journalist. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, Pokemon's Pokemon. It's like, whenever you watch Pokemon, like, whenever the there's Pokemon. like a Doctor Who DVD extra from back in the day, they're always talking about. And you are a Cyberman. Anyway, carry on. Jeremy Braithwaite from BBC World Service. <laughs> the Radiophonic Workshop. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Right, Dave. Quickly before we go into some mad uh, White City chat. Uh, I'm level eighteen now. Which is what does uh, that mean? Well, it's it's. I'd like to you think it's drink. relatively good. So, what did you say? You can legally drink now. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I've yeah. put a few Pokemon in some gyms. Yeah, which is quite good. Cool. Uh, there's a nice little. It's not an exploit, but it's a, a nice way of leveling up quickly. You get your little lucky egg, which gives yeah. you double XP, and then you save all your Pokemon up and evolve them one after the other. You got half an hour slot. Just evolve, evolve, evolve. <laughs> Loads of XP comes rolling in. I went from like level fifteen to level eighteen. The other, <sighs> great, absolutely. Love it when that happens. Fantastic. Love but um, yeah, it's really weird. The appeal of it doesn't seem to be letting up. It's still got that kind of mm. I think because you don't really do much you just walk with it and then every yeah. now and then a Pokemon pops up it seems fairly it. passive yeah, in a lot of ways yeah even though it's not you need to have your phone yeah. out, you need to be looking at it but it feels that way right yeah it's an odd one and um, I can't see the appeal going away unless I just stop walking yeah. <laughs> um, but no it's still cool still see people out and about playing it which is nice um, yeah there's yeah. not much more to say. I think no. Pokemon, we've, the we've, chat around Pokemon Go, I think, is pretty exhausted. But yeah. It's, um, well, yeah, we're not going to go into too much detail. So, all right, Dave, we're well, speaking of things. That we're speaking of things, we're speaking of things, we're speaking, speaking of things. of all of the things. Uh, let's talk about Sonic Mania. It's very exciting. So, uh, Do you want to describe what... Uh, 
our friend said about the event oh, the other God, day. Oh, God. I'm a flatmate. I came, uh-huh. I came home on, I think, was it, was it Friday night? It was Friday night. It was night, Friday yeah. night. I came home it's on Saturday Friday night after, after a long day. Yeah. And the first thing my flatmate, who's a massive Sonic fan, mm-hmm. not naming names, but he's a, he's a very, very big Sonic fan. And he said, to, I was asking, how are you doing? And he went, oh, I'm doing great. Tonight is like E3 for Sonic fans. <laughs> Just walked out of the room. I'm not surprised. It's I'm like I'm done. Surprised. <laughs> Did you see the actual shows? No. So Jim Sterling has done like a supercut of their live stream. My God, what an awful, awful event. Really? The, uh, the feed was cutting out. The, the audio was cutting out. Did we do it? If we're <laughs> <laughs> they were streaming the trailer of the reveal to the people at home, but the audience it wasn't streaming to them there. And the, the person it was the community manager that was announcing it, you know. And he was there talking over this trailer, like, "Are we going to see it? Are we going to see it? Is it here? Or can we?" See it? And it's like, "Well, everyone at home is." Yeah, here. It's just that's like, bad. You're not. That's so yeah, bad. a bit of a, a bit of a disaster. But these things event. happen. But um, the actual announcement looks quite cool. There's two new Sonic games. There's an old school sort of 16-bit, yeah. 32-bit type Sonic, uh, Sonic Mania. And then there's uh, the new one, which looks Sonic Generations-y. Yeah, CG uh, trailer looks shy. Let's talk yeah. about uh, Mania. So Christian Whitehead's involved. Yeah. And he's the guy who kind of reverse engineered and ported Sonic CD, I think, using his Did own the engine. IOS first didn't he right? rebuild, iOS. Didn't yeah. he just rebuild that, like, from the ground up yeah, it took, was a cliched phrase but didn't didn't he basically make that again well I read an interview with him and they were talking about how do you you know it's so close it's so to the original how did you make it and he was like well I reverse engineered a lot of it got all of the stuff out of it that I needed but I just play it. I love Sonic so while I was building it I knew how the game should behave a lot more than just say like I played a lot of the original Sonic the Hedgehog mm. uh, but if you you know I don't know the frame at which he starts to tuck when he you know jumps and it's seems like uh, Whitehead knows all those details, not just from a fan's, oh, it should feel like this, but from a technical, oh, this is how it should, you know, how one should go into the other in terms of animation and building Fucking the world. madness. And like, you said this the other day, like, it's crazy to think that Sega would just go, yeah, you yeah. do that. You said, like, imagine someone coming with, like, oh, a remade version of Mario Brothers to yeah. Nintendo. Not remade, that's the wrong word to use, but you know what I mean, like a, a port or... Yeah. It just wouldn't happen. Well, very famously, uh, the the boys from id Software ported Super Mario Bros. Three, I think, to PC, and they, they? yeah, and they finally cracked the um, uh, like parallax scrolling in it. I think uh, it's in this told better, obviously, in Masters of Doom, and they approached Nintendo, and they were like. So we've made your game. <laughs> and can you imagine that at the time, like full Metallica looking, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, proper, you know, Ghosts and Goblins. And it was like, okay, no. But thanks yeah. for making it, but yeah. no. So they apparently they took that technology and made uh, Commander Keen, I think. Mm. So, yeah. Commander Keen was fucking great. Yeah. But again, that's exactly the point, right? Nintendo would be like, no. Yeah. Uh, and so would a lot of people. But I think, you know, Sega were in flux for a while. And... Uh, I think with the with the Whitehead's versions, they were just obviously so good. They went, well, what's the point in paying a yeah. dev team to make this again when yeah. we could just go, okay, well, we'll just pay you, I suppose. They've got to or, a point where they've realised now that the fans or the professional super fans can do as good a job, if not better, than yeah. their own... Well, Whitehead, I think, is is the um, I mean, he's the best thing to happen to Sonic in fucking years, isn't he? So, yeah, and they they recognise that. He, he he was initially told to fucking knock it off, wasn't he? But I'm not sure. They, 
I can't remember the exact details, but he, yeah, he's done Sonic and Sonic 2. The other thing as well that. is that... But not Sonic 3. Sega well, apparently didn't improve that. Yeah, I was reading about this the other day. Apparently it might be something to do with licenses. In so there's Michael Jackson problems with Sonic 3, isn't there? Well... Apparently. Yeah, apparently. We, <laughs> I don't think they've oh, ever shit. actually That's like said. having all G. Simpson problems. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they've ever actually said what the issue is, but you'd think that Sega would release, they would re-release that if they could. There's no reason why they'd hold off on that one yeah. specifically. Um, yeah, but Sonic Mania is actually being developed by Sega of America in collaboration with all these other guys. Yeah, was it Pagoda Studios and Christian Whitehead? Yeah, yeah. And um, whereas the other one, Sonic, whatever it's called, is an actual Sonic team game. Yeah, it's amazing when we've got to that point now where. The Sonic Team game is the one where people are like, um, yeah, bit okay. like, bit like Call of Duty Ghosts with Infinity Ward. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. you made you made Call of Duty, but this one might yeah. be a bit. Uh, you made all the big ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now no one trusts you to make. <laughs> yeah, um, so interesting. But um, yeah, because when they announced it, I was like watching the trailer. Like, is this is this new Sonic? Because I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that it was like a 16-bit yeah, game. Yeah, kind of, I just didn't expect it at all. I expected it to be a, like a... Because the rumour was that they were remaking the original Sonic the Hedgehog and I expected almost like Sonic Generation style 2.5D type yeah. remake of the original. The fact that they went completely, you know, pixel graphics, everything uh, back to that era mm. is amazing. Yeah, it's also... And I'm, I'm happy that... Uh, uh, that Sonic Mania has happened because I wrote a little thing about it yesterday and uh, yeah I started to like dig around into the uh, Master System versions of, of Sonic and Sonic 2 and they were odd weren't they so I believe that the the first one well maybe it was Sonic one of them was uh, developed by Ancient which is Yuzo Koshiro did all those amazing uh, songs for um, Revenge of Shinobi and Streets of Rage his company mm. uh, and he did uh, he did for Bridge Zone uh, he did the music for that which apparently is an original melody that he came up with and when you listen to it you're like oh I've heard that before because apparently Janet Jackson sampled it for that song together again <laughs> uh, in the video she's in Africa and there were all the elephants and everything you, you know the one yeah. I'm not going to sing it but you know the one right, okay. when you listen to the like original version you're like yeah Oh well, that's yeah. That that is that shit. Yeah. So yeah, Sonic. It's it's weird how in the nineties, well not weird, but in the nineties, Sonic was was this just incredible pop culture I phenomenon. Grew up with Sonic, like every my life was like it was, Sonic it was in every, the nineties. But the Master System and Game Gear version soundtracks were influencing one of the biggest songs of the 90s. Yeah. Like, how is that? And Michael Jackson's doing stuff for, you know, the third game or whatever. And yeah. yeah, crazy. So crazy. I just, uh, I I prefer the original Sonic over, over any of them, really. Nah, that's, Sonic pro- too. that's probably just mad nostalgia talking, but I do love uh, Labyrinth Zone. That's me now. I don't understand this love. Uh, your love for Labyrinth Zone and uh, Marvel Zone. Oh, wow. the music's so good. Nah, it's all about Green Hill Zone and Chemical Plant Zone. Uh, Green Hill Zone's overplayed, isn't it? Right. Casino Night Zone's my favourite. Yeah, no. You're not too, I like not too doing, far away. I like doing the slots. Zone. Sonic 2 has some amazing zones. It does have some good zones. Anyway. I just like I just like saying it's not as good, really. Even though I, I personally prefer the original. Just to really, just to really get, and it does get people going. I'm telling you, it's like fucking revving a chainsaw. Just <laughs> say Sonic 2 is not as good as the original Sonic. Uh, what have I been playing? Uh, quadrilateral Cowboy. Right, I don't know what this is. You mentioned this earlier and I was like, uh, what? Yeah, it's a, it's a hacking game and it's very cool. Right. So um, it's got, has it got anything to do with like the Wild West? 
You're not, you're no. not an actual cowboy. No. Right. But you do have a portable hacking terminal, which you uh, you then go into these levels, which are just big boxes with closed doors and security cameras and all sorts of other shenanigans. Okay. Uh, even though it's not exactly like, I suppose, the easiest way to describe it, it's kind of like a, like a hacking version of Portal. People mm. hate me for saying that, but... You know, that's the easy way if you've not seen it to... So you walk around with your little terminal and there's a door that you need to get through. So you've got a terminal gun. Uh, So you open the terminal like a laptop in a briefcase. You've got a laptop gun. Yeah. It's perfect dark. (laughs) Dragon 32. Um, And then you have to type in the command to open the door. So uh, it's like a... So you'll have like a a command line interface. Yeah. And you just write... uh, Open dot door. So Mr. Robot the game. Bracket three. And then it opens for, you know, whatever. And then there are various different things where you have to combine commands. So there'll be laser systems right. for opening doors and cameras behind doors. So you have to separate the commands. It's got a really cool style. It's not like, uh, uh, like most video games, but like, now I am hacking into the mainframe. It's like you play, your character is essentially a box with uh, like almost like a SpongeBob style, like face, you know, kind of drawn on. Mm. And yeah, it's really cool. You start on a hover bike and uh, yeah. Interesting. Should this not be a mini game for Watch Dogs? No, it's better than Watch Dogs. It's already already better than the entirety of of Watch Dogs. So it's just a hacking game. You just go around to doors to hack. How do you you know what to... Do you actually write like commands and stuff? Yeah. So you actually code? Well, I mean, it's like Hollywood hacking, right? But uh, but the door, when you approach the door, the door has a, a name or a number associated with it. So that's door. Are you give an option, say, door like, three. oh, I'll select that one to have... I'm trying to... Do you have to memorize commands and stuff to actually type in? So... Uh, in in like in the training mission, you go in and there's firstly there's a grate and it's like grate four. So you yeah. open up your little device. Yeah. Uh, grate four dot open open bracket three close bracket three. So that's open the grate for three seconds. Right. And it opens. Okay. And then uh, the the real well puzzle stuff comes from combining forms. So you've got to send you know in Tesco you know the thing they put the money in. Yeah. You've seen that and it goes through the pipes. That's you know, well off. Yeah. And it goes yeah. boom. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. So they've got that for opening doors. Right. So you have to put, you have to press a button. It sends. That happens anymore. No, I, don't, I thought that was a check thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Listen, yeah. but you knew what I was talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Anyway. The little thing, they close the little cap. Oh, and it goes, yeah. There you go. The thing, so they've got that for getting codes to open great. doors. But then sometimes there'll be lasers that are cutting off its path. So you need to turn the lasers off. And sometimes there'll be two lasers. So you've got to queue up the commands. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right. You should go and check it out. That I sounds interesting. It is interesting. And it's got a really good style. Oh, and wow. I, yeah, I like it a lot. I've never heard of this game. There you go. It's better than Watch Dogs. Right. Anyway, should we get on to some news? Yeah, I've got breaking news. <laughs> Diddy's dead. Yeah, Diddy. Well, no, he's not dead. He's just... He's suffered. dead. Did, did How did he, this happen? Uh, I went away for one day. And listen, I we can't grass up any well any of our people. I've seen video evidence of mm. what has happened here. Well, that's, what did he's done? Nothing. I'm very upset. Well, that's why he's been killed. He's been but, fucking taking a paycheck for the last two years, doing fuck all. He has a severe case of pink eye as well. And I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's over for him. Now. Yeah, I mean, especially that killed him. Right, that's what that, very, was, that was. What was implied? I was very upset actually when I saw him yesterday. I was like, all his bits are falling out. <laughs> he's got a big red eye he's like been beaten he's proper beaten up very sad very very sad times have you got any real news Dave? 
that's the biggest news of the week. That's the biggest news of the week. Diddy's dead. Uh, there was the whole thing about um, Nintendo stock price falling a little yeah. bit. But I, the way that was reported, I did, you know, is uh, for some people like uh, investors didn't know that Nintendo didn't own it. Which I feel is may maybe a bit disingenuous. Yeah, I, because I um, you know they've probably done a little bit of diligence. Maybe some of them went into the bag of thinking, yeah, it's a Nintendo property. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, I'm sure at least uh, some people were like, I was very surprised that it shot up as much as it did, really. But then, so Nintendo are still making a profit off of. Well, well, they're making money off of... And they'd, but they'd factored it in to the next quarter, I believe. Yes. So there wasn't going to be this explosion of revenue yeah. that people had anticipated. They wouldn't uh, adjust their guidance, basically. Yeah. So Cause there you go. Like Pokemon Company isn't Nintendo. No, I think Nintendo owns 32% of yeah, the Pokemon yeah, Company. Yeah. Of, so, the, of the Pokemon Company. Yeah. So why didn't everyone invest in Pokemon? Po- the Pokemon? <laughs> The Pokemon Company. The Pokemon. Does that not float, or is that? As, because it's, I don't know what their uh, what their situation is. No. But, so there's also is it? What's the correct pronunciation? Niantic. Is that Niantic, it? I yeah, think, so, or Niantic. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. But yeah, it's. Are they, uh, are they a? Privately owned. Yeah, I don't know their arrangement, but it's very interesting to to see, as you say, Dave. It doesn't seem like uh, Pokemania is uh, is going to like fade away. I mean, it will die down a little bit. uh, I think, if anything, it perhaps uh, puts a bit more confidence in Nintendo's mobile potential. They've got Animal Crossing coming out at the end of the year. And I think maybe off the back of something like Pokemon Go, investors could be a bit more like, well, we saw how Pokemon went. Maybe this could do very well. I'm not sure if I think that uh, if Pokemon is is a kind of one and done Mm. because of the technology, because Niantic used to work for Google and they had that other game yeah. uh, Ingress was it called and so they've, they've built all this and it's just been waiting for that license to go over the top so that they're kind of perfect storm with Animal uh, Crossing oh, I think it'd be a very different game yeah. obviously we don't know anything about it yet I but, can imagine it but what if you have to go around like pulling pulling plants up and that pulling what in vegetables? the real world <laughs> I just kind of assumed it would be like, well, I don't know, because we don't know anything about it whatsoever. I assumed it would just be like the 3DS game, where you just sort of check in every day and you can do your bits. And yeah, and after, after three weeks, you're bored as fuck. With but it. who knows? Um, didn't Niantic, didn't they say in an interview recently that, they re- that the, the license they really wanted for that model was uh, Game of Thrones? Really? Yeah, I'm sure I read something like that. There was, I read what, something about them being involved the rumour has it that they might be involved in a Game of Thrones really but I mean that, that would make sense right because you know you, you'd have your you'd have your banner you'd have your you could you could rally troops and take over hotspots and whatever <sighs> but, it, but I think Pokemon just has swords, it? Pokemon has an appeal where the whole like I, Game of Thrones okay fine but Pokemon is about the thing that you know people feel that they are now the Pokemon hunter, yeah. trainer, whatever, right? Yeah. Whereas in Game of Thrones, are you ever going to feel like you're actually on a battlefield? No. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, there's a... There's Not unless a- you do it, play it in like a shit all like fucking Sterling or, <laughs> <laughs> or like a, just a muddy field. You've got to really go some to yeah, uh, justify yeah, yeah. this uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. License. Yeah. Anything else been happening? No. I'm trying to think, you know. You're trying to... It's trying been to, a bit I, of a quiet time. I, I went to a wedding. guys. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah. You went to a wedding. Yeah, I went to a wedding. Um, you can see my tweets for some of the things. Wales. I've heard stories about it. We won't say. And Wales infuriated you. It did, no. <laughs> it, 
it, Wales did infuriate me within seconds of getting anywhere near it uh, by that fucking stupid toll bridge. Mm. And it's £6.60. I mean, are you joke to get into Wales? Like, have you been... I mean, I, I was in South Wales about a week before you were. Actually, the same week, I think. And I, I haven't been back to South Wales since I was... I mean, it was like 13 years ago was the last time I visited family there. And I couldn't get over, and I'm, I do apologize to anyone from South Wales, but, um, going through Newport and Cardiff and then getting to Swansea, mm-hmm. I just couldn't get over how fucking decayed it is. Like, oh, Jim. You've I mean, lowered so, the, what about I'm, the poor people of Wales who live there? No, I know. It's horrible. But it's like Swansea is just it's like fucking Beirut. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember it being like They're that expanding their uh, football stadium. Uh, the football stadium at the moment uh, yeah they should below... probably fucking get a street cleaner first <laughs> well it's below capacity like no they don't sell out but now they're like mm. we're still going to expand it like, why what? why, why? Uh, no the wedding itself was very nice mm-hmm. um, and yeah everything was very very good uh, mm-hmm. the best man speech was um, controversial no um, in that it started with a uh, quote from a, a known 20th century uh, dictator and uh, <laughs> and and <laughs> And then, you. and then, no, <laughs> and then got worse from there. So, I mean, Blimey. it was, uh, it was uh, funny, but maybe in the kind of, I can't believe I'm witnessing this. <laughs> but uh, no, the entire wedding, I believe, was great. And the best man, to be fair to him, did have some other funny jokes. It just seemed like in a couple of places, he, you know, got a bit confident and misjudged. I mean, when, when Steve Burns is sitting there um, thinking you've crossed the line. <laughs> when Lydia's looking at me, waiting for my response, instead of, <laughs> instead of just doing my twat laugh, I'm going, <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah. So if anyone who was there is listening, yeah, yeah. it was a great time. I'm, now, listen, listen. Shh, shh, shh. We need to get on and start talking about the real big issues this week. Oh, yeah. have we not been doing that? No. Oh, we've okay. been talking about Pokemon, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about fucking all that other shit. And now we're talking about Egg Inc. What? Are we going to talk about Egg Inc. again? Egg. Egg. I'm up to the final egg. Yeah? The egg of immortality or something. Well, this sounds interesting. No, hang on. I'm further than that. Oh, anyway, right. it's the last egg. <laughs> You've gone beyond immortality. Yeah. Now you're just bored. <laughs> I'm still making all of my... That, that's what follows immortality. Still yeah, making all of my chicken farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen... I mean, living things, sentient living beings like us have to die. Otherwise, we'll go mad. That's the, Well, that is built in. The yeah. amount of it tweets I've had off people going like, what have you done? Why have you introduced me to this game? Because it's one of those that is so addictive. Um, it's the most fucking David Scammell thing, isn't it? No, it's <laughs> not. It's the least me thing ever. <laughs> a mobile game about running an egg farm. That is the most David Scammell thing you no. could describe. No, no. I never thought I'd play anything like it. Eggs, mate. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, to the people that are tweeting me, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad I've introduced you to one of the highlights yeah, of but the they year. all hate you <laughs> they do they they love me and hate me in equal measure yeah. for introducing I do, me I do want to play it but but then I, I mean I had I saw people reacting that way and I'm like not going to do it yeah. not gonna. I had Pokemon Go on my phone for three hours and got nothing bad to say about it nothing bad to say about people who play it um, but personally it was just like it got to a point where I was like I got shit to get on with and and yeah. and walking walking somewhere that usually takes 20 minutes and not getting there for 45 was that was the final straw for me yeah he's like no this yeah. is gone now this is done well listen you interrupted me there people, yeah sorry sorry you fucking assholes listen the game we need to talk about the news we need to talk about is 
the game we played yesterday, Jim. Oh, yeah. Moirai? Yeah. yeah. Now, so we often, Tom Ori will send me or some of us into the games room, mm. the studio, to play games which he's seen on Steam. Yeah, and so a lot of the time they're a load of crap. Yeah. Or, or he's found some bullshit. Yeah, a lot, a <laughs> lot of times they're, uh, they are mad shy. And one of them, which I won't name, was so unbelievably offensive that I was, uh, I was appalled when I came back in. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. Anyway, listen. So this game, now, I wouldn't say that we underestimated it because we had good things to say, and this is in video evidence on Video Gamer TV and YouTube. Mm. But, yeah, I really like the ending, and I wish I'd put my, and we can't really say what the ending is, but I wish I'd put my, uh, or our, or, you know, whatever Video Gamer's uh, email address in mm. so you could find out some more details. But if you've not it's, played it, it's yeah. free to play. Mm. It looks like a mad Doom conversion where you play as a priest, right? Uh, not Hexen. Yeah, uh, and yeah, don't let anyone kind of tell you about the ending, but go and play it. It's mad. It's really good, and we we kind of underestimated exactly how how genius it was. I think until until genius, it was only oh my dad. It was only Jim. Shut up. It was only after, ingenious. Maybe I think it was immediately after we'd play we'd finished it that we kind of realised a how clever the central idea was and B, how much we'd fucked it. So... Well, yeah, there was a point... In in attempting to be pragmatic, I believe this is probably like some sort of, of mad test about diplomacy mm. in that we've done a blare in that. In attempting to be very diplomatic and do the right thing. We completely destroyed everything about the game and its uh, <laughs> and its resonance to us in the playthrough. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but uh, it's free. It's like 150 meg. <laughs> I download. Go and get it done. And also, you can't get in the barn. So mm-hmm. don't bother trying. Listen, is it time for some questions? Yeah, go on, bring them on. Should we bring on some cues? Yeah, yeah. there yeah. are a lot of cues. Are yeah. there? Yeah, it's like Bryn. I like it. <laughs> We're going to do them all. We're, are we actually? We'll do them all. We'll, get, we'll get through them. It's the PMQs. Right, 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 right. Cynical Monkey asks, if each Miller character was Miller of a different multiverse, which one is from the darkest timeline? The real one. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's obviously fucking Winesworth, isn't it? Yeah. No, like, no. Yeah, that's I, like Silent Hill. No, I think our, I think our, the actual. I've been saying this for months, and I'm not going to get into anything because people get annoyed at me, and we get lots of com- comments when I sort of remind people that video games don't exist in a fucking bubble. Oh, but oh, I, I see. But I would say you look around you, and I think the argument that we are not the terrible version of another better universe is, is becoming like you know, more and more. Yeah. Well, David Bowie is dead in this universe. So, well, there we go. This, I mean, this is the dark timeline. This is it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, right. Here we go. Uh, Graham Scott, uh, at one five five asks, do you think Konami will capitalize on metal gear remakes in addition to pachinko machines? Well, because that pachinko cutscene of yeah. metal gear three, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does. All their CG stuff is fucking brilliant. Is it even like proper CG? Is it? it Cause it almost looked in engine. Didn't it? Did it? It did look like it could have been made in Fox engine. It might've been. Well, like mega high. Yeah. It could have been. I don't know. It did make me think, is this What's like, the spec of a pachinko machine, though? Oh, it's it's <laughs> yeah. well good, mate. It's just a display, though, right? Running a yeah. trailer. It's got the best version of Outrun. That's all you need to know. Uh, I would love to see that version of Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. But Metal Gear too. Solid 3, I still think, looks amazing. Those games, especially the Blue Point, 
HD versions have a great had a great look to start with. Yeah, Blue Point rounded off the edges and upresed it. And you're like, well, that's that's great. They didn't like, make the controls not shit, though, did they? Shut the fuck up. You're absolutely right. Twin um, snakes. Yeah. 50 that, quid now yeah, 50 quid I've yeah. got it oh. is that considered a remaster or a remake a remake right because it has Metal Gear Solid 2's controls like that, right? and oh. all the cutscenes are 50 quid on what exactly yeah, on GameCube on GameCube yeah like it goes right. for 50 quid second oh now. right I thought yeah. I thought it had been re-released somewhere no, you, you, no. okay uh, yeah I also really don't like the uh, the cutscenes in uh, the Twin Snakes, the Remember one where he backflips off the I was, fucking. I knew you were going to say well, that. I used to in game FAQs when I, you know, when you were on the boards, it always used to be does a backflip, you know, in an, ex- you know, in an exchange if it was to indicate like stupidity or can't be fucking bothered with this anymore. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I think that was because I was of that age though, where a better looking Metal Gear Solid was just amazing in its own right. I do find it bizarre that people that there is a remake of Metal Gear Solid that looks quite good and people hate it. Like yeah. a lot of people really hate I remember it. Remember you, you were talking you're, from your Sonic article. There's a line um, about baditude, and it's like how a lot, yeah. a lot of video games in the past were were designed as if it was like it was like a twelve year old's idea of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, this yeah. Like it falls well within. Well, those cutscenes were uh, directed by a famous Japanese film director as well. So, uh, did Kojima have anything to do with it? I think him and Miyamoto just had a handshake on the, you know, because it was Silicon Knights, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Kojima it was big mad, Kojima big mad, hundred dollar bills on the fire afterwards, probably. But yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's certainly doing that. But yeah, now. I would, I would love a remake of that. Original trilogy, maybe not Metal Gear. 4, I love, I love maybe not Metal Gear Solid I love Two. Though. Sony have gone. Here's all the money and no fucking oversight. Do what you want. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like the Matrix Reloaded. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Kojima needs a leash on him. He does. Um, Graham Scott also follows up by saying, also bands. Why does no one appreciate Alien Three? Right, very quickly on this one. So Alien Three is the oh, weirdest. Not this again. Very quickly, Alien Three is the weirdest studio, big budget studio movie I've ever ever seen. It's uh, someone uh, once said, and I can't remember who it was. You have to apologize is that in attempting to make a safer sequel than the one which they signed on they made the weirdest weirdest uh like brechtian sequel of all time it's just uh, absolutely crazy uh it's uh it's like fucking bosh basically don't say much bosh in there crack house right uh so I that's what you meant like a bosh dishwasher no 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 no, no. anyway okay uh right so anyway, that's the end of uh, the Alien Three chat. Cause All right, okay, good. You know, it's just it's a weird movie, and the theatrical version was fucking bothering. I didn't like it. Yeah, and also people weren't ready to accept that two of the major characters just got killed off in a cutscene, basically. So hang on, hang on. <laughs> this new Alien film they're making, yeah, Covenant, 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 Covenant. Is it, uh, hang on, that's the, the is that the Prometheus sequel? Or are we, oh, you mean two, the Blomkamp right? one? Yeah, I mean the Blomkamp one. Yeah, Blomkamp one. Aliens that, Two, basically. What yeah, a load so of that, shit! So you that, fucked it. So they're splitting the the universe at that point. And the, yeah, so Alien Three doesn't exist. Aliens. Alien Three doesn't exist. We're we're going to do the sequel to Aliens that fans wanted. Oh no, I, yeah. that is therefore like the bad. Yeah. No, I like the. Sound I'm sorry, but when you're when you're allowing the fans to dictate the sequel. You are dead. You get Xbox it, One. Exactly. You are. You're oh, finished. Shut up. Right. Uh, anyway, Christian Denning at Cracking Fox says, should games grow up and move away from categorizing themselves by mechanics uh, and then go into or categorize themselves by genre? So horror, thriller, sci-fi. So instead, of, what? So what? instead of categorizing yourself as a stealth first game. person shooter or uh-huh. a stealth game, uh-huh. you be like a horror 
game which just happens to have shooting as one of its so fear basically i think fear was always done as horror anyway i mean they're different mediums though aren't they i mean there is a there is a reason you don't you don't advertise a film as being like this is a third person action movie because every action movie is basically a third person action movie except when they're not and And then they are advertised they are advertised you know because like you know hardcore henry the first person action movie so like i don't think it's i don't think it's necessarily an indication that the, the medium is immature i think it's just an indication that the medium has uh different rules and also you have to I remember that they are still games at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are still games with very hard rules. Some of them are experiences, say your your walking simulator or whatever. Mm. But some of them are still defined by a lot of hierarchical systems. And so, you know, you wouldn't say if you were going out onto a playing field on a Saturday, you know, oh, we're going to play the exciting sport. You're like, what is the net? What what do we do in the sport? Is it football? Is it is it cricket? Like I need to know what I'm going to be doing. You know. Yeah, yeah. So because maybe I don't like cricket because yeah. cricket's rubbish. Yeah. Right. Yes. Anyway, good answer there, Jim. <laughs> right. Um, Thanks very much. Nova forty seven. <laughs> ben Nova asks no essay. But how long do you think people will engage with No Man's Sky? And he goes a bit weird. Yeah, we're going to cut paragraph. the second uh, bit uh, off. The there. second paragraph's a bit a bit. Uh, I, I know I know what you're saying, but the way you wrote it was a bit mad. Anyway, yeah. um, I. Well, it's hard to tell, right? Well, the thing about No Man's Sky is that it, it can go one or two ways. And hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you get into this, yeah. we need to discuss the way you say No Man's Sky. Yeah, you just did what Dave does, where you run the first two words together. No Man's Sky? Yeah. No, or is it No Man's like, Sky? Like I you get Americans saying World no, Cup, World Cup. I say No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's, you're running the two. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. No, no Man's Sky. Yeah. No Man's Sky. Normsky. Normans. No, Norman Chomsky. <laughs> Norman Chomsky. <laughs> this is like Pokemon. Oh, that's a video. Right. right. Anyway, sorry, Jim. It's wandering around a desolate planet. Philosophizing Get, dinosaurs. Um, no, I, I, um, what? Sorry. That was very important. We covered that, but carry uh, on what you were saying. Uh, yeah, so I, I think, uh, I mean, it depends on how, because I think the, the main difference between this and all the other procedural uh, space sims that have existed since the dawn of fucking time or when the BBC Micro was around, which might as well have been yeah. 2,000 years ago. Um, I think what differentiates this one um, potentially is the the, 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 the depths, uh, the, the extent to which that goes. Um, so it, it, it's either going to be a case of actually this is genuinely still compelling after the first two hours, mm-hmm. in which case people are going to be playing it forever or it's going to be the first two hours are going to be the same as the next two hours and the next two hours. And, and that's when it's failed, I think. Um, and we just don't know at this point. So I think um, it's 50, 50. Um, there's always going to be a core group of people who will play, who will fucking leather 20,000 hours into this. Yeah. Despite how fucking bored they are, because some people are just like, there them. are people that completed Jurassic Park trespasser. I mean, example. I mean, the eight, uh, you know, we've, we've all seen the 8,000 hours, not recommended steam reviews. Right? They're so good. But <laughs> people get upset about this. Just, just quickly. People get upset about those. They're like, huh, not recommended after 8,000 hours. eh? it's like, well, yeah, he probably or she probably knows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just extremely qualified. <laughs> but um, no, I it's like Chilcott. Imagine if it came out and he's like, "No, he's done fine. He's done fine." Like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Chilcott, not recommended. 
<laughs> it took me seven years, not recommended. You wouldn't be like, yeah, seven, well, seven years to read. Yeah, you wouldn't um, be like, well, well, chill coach. You must have enjoyed it. Can I just point out to YouTube commenters that I didn't bring up the chill cut report just then? That was Burns. Anyway, yeah, that was uh, uh, that was me. That was entirely Burns. Um, but no, I, I, yeah, I think I, I don't know. It'd probably be a mix, like all these things are. But I think in general. Um, we're probably going to see a drop-off, I reckon. Probably there'll be a massive buzz for the first couple of weeks and then we'll start getting the think pieces about how it's not the game that people wanted. No, I can't wait for this um, but, to be uh, fucking no, buried be, under an avalanche of think pieces. There will be a, a polygon, wank hat, think piece backlash, I reckon. Yep. And I think the... And I think the uh, the the general uh, gaming audience will be very divided on it from the start. Okay, but um, but I think there will be a core that loves it and plays it forever. So that's I can't believe we're what two three weeks away from mm. for a game that is as hyped as this is, and we still know barely anything about it. For the record, by the way, I'm really fucking excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't say I wouldn't use the word excited, mm. uh, but I am looking forward to playing it. And I. De- uh, with video games, Dave, it is kind of you know derivative to know everything by now, isn't it? It's mm. like the screenshots, the trailers, the videos, the talking heads. The this is the time in which they're like really pushing. Yeah, the influencers. Like, this is the game, and this I is love that the ten-minute narrated doc of. What I want to fire it up game. and be like, "It's Matt. what's happening." Then, it, it, oddly, one of the, the first thing, one of the first things that catches you about it is the design, is the style, is the the typeface, is all that kind of stuff, yeah. as well as the kind of the the, the the bold kind of color scheme and stuff and it's almost like a designer's republic game it's almost like it's no, almost like how wipeout kind of first grabbed people by yeah. just not just looking like smart you know yeah um and not much like a lot of other video games exactly and i think i think that's probably going to be one of its strengths but uh, w- one thing that got me really excited and i think it's the first time we've seen evidence of it is is the um is that they, they, they were showing npcs in the context of trading with them and um, and there was this idea that all, all the alien races have their individual languages yeah and you have to learn um, uh, those languages to an extent in order to be able to trade with them better and, and, and be able to no- negotiate better deals right? I think that's I think that's sort of the substance of it so but you actually saw humanoid people yeah um, in, in one of the recent trailers and I think it was probably the first time we'd seen that from the game and and I don't know if and if maybe this is just me but it was like oh shit proof of life like because until now it just looked empty and anything anything without humanoid life looks empty like all these fucking walking simulators like vanishing of Ethan Carter and, mm-hmm. and um what's the other one DRS all, all, all those other um, kind of things yeah yeah um you don't uh, that everyone's got the rapture is a particularly good one because um you don't see any evidence of people living. You see evidence that people have lived mm-hmm. or, or evidence that people have built things, but, but the world feels empty because it's devoid of life. Well, I think Rapture, that's the point, isn't it? Well, yeah, no, yeah, totally. No, I, and, and, and I, you know, I understand that this works for certain things, but, but that to me is a major turnoff because when you're talking about something that, especially something like this where it's kind of simulating uh, a universe. It's like imagine, you know. I mean, Elder Scrolls games um, don't obviously don't work if there's no people in them, right? Yeah. So they uh, don't work generally, mate. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that that was really exciting for me to to know that um, not only can you see ships flying around, but you can actually see the people who fly them. Um, 
is uh, is is really exciting to me because it's it is as I say it's it's proof of life. There's there's there's, there's something there beyond just looking at animals and and, and rocks. There's actually some kind of uh, society to interact with, even if it's on a really basic kind of level. Yeah. Um, but all, all of a sudden, it, the game's ten times more exciting to me because of that. So, right, uh, shit. There's, there's your fucking preview. I'm still intrigued. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not convinced yet. But all right. All right. I want to play it. Charlie Mondelli at Mondilsh asks Jim, mm-hmm. "I want to watch Star Trek. No snark, please, Burns." Where do I start? Well, to be quick about this, Jim. Um, Star Trek. Uh, there is no, there is no um, uh, clear and correct jumping on, jumping off point. But personally, I would watch a couple of selected original series episodes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, City on the Edge of Forever is the, is, the, is the best Star Trek episode of all time. Uh, a mock time, the Corb might maneuver. There's a couple of really good ones. The rest of the original series is bollocks. Then you watch the original series films, watch Space Seed, actually, and then you watch Star Trek 2, Star Trek 3, Star Trek 4, then watch Star Trek 6, then watch Next Gen and Deep Space Nine, enjoy lots of very good Star Trek, and then never watch any of the rest of it. So don't bother with Voyager, don't bother with Enterprise, don't bother with the fucking Abrams films, because they're terrible. Um, but you want to... So selected original series, films 2 to 4, film 6, Next Gen, DS9. And the end of DS9 is like the end of good Star Trek. There was never any more. So Right, there you, there you go. So that's that's the Trinker Cut version. Exactly. It's like the machete cut exactly. of uh, exactly. Star Wars. I mean, the, and, and the first two seasons of uh, Next Gen are, are kind of shite, but they're also necessary, really. So there we go. Uh, Oliver Morley says, always online game. No, no question attached. Okay, got you. Um, uh, Josfer at uh, BrimBL underscore which celebrity would you like to see next as a contractor on hitman now i wrote something about this uh, i don't want to see like really famous people i want to see and this was tom's idea so i won't you know i won't say it was mine i want to see david scammell <laughs> well i want to see uh, a mission where you're at comic con or you're at like a square enix character convention and you have to kill cloud oh, but, i saw your tweets about this but yeah. everyone's obviously going to be dressed as cloud and so like the st petersburg mission in hitman 2 your intel is going to be about how their you know how their uniform looks how have they got the spikes right is the sword the right length have they got the right colored shoes on and i just think with yeah so many reply that was like you have to dress up as sephiroth and kill yeah and you uh, eris and all that and also if it was a square enix convention you could dress up as agent 47 and no one would stop you because you'd be like, well, yeah, I'm just coming in there. So you could walk wherever you wanted with a firearm in your hand. It'd be a bit meta though, wouldn't it? It'd just be interesting. I think the, the best thing about these Hitman uh, episodes, and I do think that Hitman 2016 is the game of the year so far. I was just dicking around with it for the last two days, just hours just going by trying to do all the challenges. The one where you kick the uh, the toilet onto the uh, head of uh, the general in Marrakesh. So they've still not done it. Yeah, there's, so there's two guys. I, I wondered for, for ages how to do it. And there's these two soldiers on the floor below, and you're in a bombed out school, and they're talking about uh, the general, and they're like really cussing him out. And then if you go if you go behind them, you can turn the intercom on, 
And then obviously that starts broadcasting it around the school. Mm. So then he goes in and starts, you know, having a real go at them saying he's going to court martial them for what they've just said about him. And if you go upstairs, it's, you're in the toilets now and there's a big hole where right. there's a big porcelain toilet. And while he's standing there admonishing them, you just kick it off and it lands on his head. It's like, mm. there's so many like procedural stuff like that, not generated, but yeah. you do this to do that. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And I really, and I think there's so much potential for that. And you're talking about David Scammell. Mm-hmm. Hello. The E3. They've got to do E3. I know that, but E3 is the perfect You have to, you have Hitman to take out David map. Scammell walking around the front of the convention center eating a Solero. There we go. E- exactly. Oh. Just think of all the, think of all, I was, all the ways Solero you could do it. Yogurt, you could be like, I've, so you get Dave's uh, interview schedule. So then you've got to wait for the, the guys interviewing to go to the toilet and then you've got to take his lanyard yeah. and then you've got to go come on if you're listening to this just fucking make it happen I'm tired of thinking about it I just want it just please do E3 please do E3 well, they, are, they are starting to sort of break the wall a bit aren't they Gary Busey and things yeah. like that Busey's of, good I think that that is exactly imagine, the way to imagine go imagine you had to take out Cliffy B when he goes on stage to promote something, maybe like, maybe, maybe like a legally distinct version of uh, <laughs> of Cliffy B. But I, I mean, I he loves his publicity fucking, so much. He'd probably be on let it. Let them do it. I reckon. Yeah, you want people to blow my brains out? Fucking fine. On yeah. you go. Give me give me fifty grand. But, um, but yeah, uh, the the potential as well as a venue as well. The LA Convention Center would be a fu- it already is a hitman level. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. So there's so much there's so much potential in the game. You could you could drop anyone in. And the summer bonus got, episodes really show that. Because you've got these show floors. Yeah. And above that... Meeting rooms. You've got these sprawling corridors with all the meeting rooms. Yeah. And it's already Hitman. Just yeah. fucking... The toilets. It. Hitman. You've done it again. Hitman. I said Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> Batman Returns. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Batman. 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 Uh, I was Kaiser Bill's Batman. There's a lot of uh, No Man's Sky chat here. Is there? Everyone's yeah. very excited for it. And now, there's, a, there's a political uh, question. So, no. uh, right. Chris Budden at Snowy Chris One says, and this is again is not a question; it's just a statement. I'd love to see Microsoft have any sort of press release and not have to follow up with an update the next day. <laughs> yeah, this is so, because of their service agreement thing. I think yeah, where. Yeah. Yeah, you have to sign in. It's really bizarre. So you have to sign into your Xbox account now once every five years to keep your gamer tag, which Ooh. is fair enough. Mm. I think that's fair enough. But there was confusion over whether if you didn't do that, would you lose all your purchase history as well? Or is it just you have to change your gamer tag? Yeah. So I followed it up with them and they basically clarified it by saying, you still have your purchase history and all that, provided you still sign into your Microsoft account. But when you look in the terms of service, you have to sign into your Microsoft account every five, once every five years as well. So basically, if you don't sign one into your Microsoft account, you lose it all. That's the end of it, by the, by the looks of it. That's it's madness. bizarre. It's a weird way of saying, I mean, just say, you need to sign into your Microsoft account. Just say it. Don't divide it up. How into dare, I'm never signing into mine again. I've got to, it's, I've got stuff in there. Right, okay, last thing. MB at MBEX25 says, realized I've listened, what and watched you guys for exactly a year. Insightful, comedic drivel. Utter genius. Keep it going, guys. <laughs> Thank you, uh, MBEX. Thank, Thank you, you for very that much. incredible backhanded compliment there. Right with us for so long. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, that is the end of the main version of the podcast. If you're uh, a patron of ours, We'll be heading into the secret behind the rope mm. talking area. 
where there will be no sex, obviously. It's Kojima, but there'll be essentially every week. There's like a private beta of the podcast that goes out, yeah, um, and then uh, to subscribers, and then on Wednesday you get this version you just heard. Yeah, if you do want to uh, to back us on Patreon, go to patreon.com video gamer. And, you know, you'll see all the things that we're offering. Absolutely. Mainly our lovely voices and then, you know, other stuff. Yeah. Maybe you'll even get to meet us, get to hang out. Blimey, that is a thing that happens every now and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It uh, amazes me that people would want to do that, but then we are good. So, yeah. <laughs> Blimey. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are the best. Yeah. So, anyway, listen, thanks for listening. You guys got anything you want to, uh, you want to say, you want to plug before you go? Any Twitter accounts? No, no, no I'm all good. No. No. Well, follow VideoGamer.com on Twitter. People know where to find me. VG underscore Dave. Yeah. Oh, right. Follow VideoGamer.com on Twitter. Oh, actually. Get on VideoGamer TV on YouTube. I want to talk about this very quickly. Oh, my word. Dave. Over the weekend, you're going to love this, I had a Yolly. Do you know what that is? A yellow lolly. A yogurt lolly. It's a frozen yogurt. This sounds It's on a stick and everything. It sounds hellish, David. It was banana flavour. It was very weird, but it was a yogurt lolly. Oh, right. Sounds like the exact sort of content that people who pay for the extended podcast will want to hear. (laughs) All right. Let's let's shoot off. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.